Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I Are you ready to get started? Timothy, put the katada on. Timothy put the Cattell on where I Sarah Cattell and my co-host Timothy R Andrews are talking hospitality bringing you solutions to the issues we're facing and inspirational stories from the incredible people who make up our hospitality industry family this podcast is shared on all major platforms iTunes Google Play SoundCloud YouTube and Spotify and it's marketed on social media so some, some of you may have noticed we have a new theme tune this week. It's courtesy of Dorian Wu, and you can find more of her music on dorianwu.bandcamp.com, and there'll be a link with this podcast. Dorian, thank you so much. That is just excellent. Thank you for putting your time in for that. So, yeah, man. That's incredible. Yeah. And she did, that, she did that for us. So how cool is that? That's so nice. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really lovely. So today we are talking to Libby Davies. Libby is the Graduate Manager at Jury's Inn, the London Branch Secretary of the Institute of Hospitality and the founder of Hospitality Talks. Welcome, Libby. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hey, Libby. Great to have you with us. Great to have you with us. Yeah, it's an honour. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited. Yes, so are we, actually. I'm very excited. Welcome to the show. So, Libby, tell us a little bit about your background. So I've worked in hospitality for nearly seven years now, ever since I was you know, 16 at school, um, as a bit of part-time and casual work, working in different hospitality sectors. So I worked at the NEC in Birmingham. Um, I was an event ambassador for some corporate campaigns, such as like the Sainsbury's Nectar Up Double campaign. I worked in Liverpool, where I studied university. So I was part of the events team at Radio City. I've even dressed as like a mascot cat and worked in the supermarket and it was great fun. And I was also part of like the Sound City Festival and Rock and Roll Marathon and I just loved it. I loved being out and about in events. But although my whole experience has been events so far, working in university, I was quite oblivious that my career would follow that direction. And it just seemed silly at the time, but I never really expected it. 
I did business management at uni and thought that was going to be like a little office head off, off head office role um but it wasn't and I took a job in an office um and it was great but I just didn't enjoy sitting still all day I was on this training program in Birmingham I just didn't have my heart set in the job I wasn't passionate it just didn't spark me I went back to the hotel and I was in a bit of a, a down mood really I just thought I've had a really rubbish day I just I just don't feel like uplifted as I went back to the hotel there was a general manager there and she was just so lovely and so polite she just pressed the button on the lift and she was like oh I'm getting the lift too Pop, come up with me and we got in the lift and she just chatted with me about my day and she was like what are you doing for dinner what are you doing this evening you know although I didn't know her we just clicked and she just made me happy you know her dedication to helping her guests made my day and I just thought that is incredible that she didn't really do anything special she didn't go above and beyond she literally just did a simple act of kindness of asking me how I am and just being accommodating to a guest she just uplifted me I think that's a moment where it was a turning point in my life and I thought yeah I'm gonna do what she's doing I'm gonna make people happy like she is and I got back to my bedroom and I was like why am I in a job I don't enjoy why am I doing something that isn't making me happy and she's just made my day I want to do what she's doing so I quit my job got on the graduate scheme at Jury's Inn and not looked back since I've absolutely loved it and I just love it. Wow that's amazing so without knowing it what she actually did was gave you an elevator pitch into hospitality. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't really have a plan to go into hospitality, but I know that a lot of people do. Um, And it's hard to plan for that career with so much uncertainty at the moment. How do you think people can use their time while we're still in lockdown to make some better decisions about the direction that they want to go in in their career? Something that I found through lockdown that helped me was to create opportunities for myself and to go out there and get them rather than sitting around and waiting for them to come. So I think, you know, I've learned a lot about taking better ownership of myself, my career, my lifestyle. And rather than waiting around for things, you know, I went out and proactively got involved with things I've never done before. You know, for example, like joining the Institute of Hostility, if you go out and join that, you will not only get a network with other professionals, but you'll be able to attend webinars so you can improve your learning. It's a mentorship scheme, which is absolutely fantastic. And then there's, you know, there's loads of other platforms and events that go on with the branches across the country. And then obviously when I was ele- later elected the branch secretary, that was an incredible moment for me to get involved with the wider industry and help it recover. So that wouldn't have happened if I'd have just sat on my bum all day and waited for something to get handed to me. You know, it's, it's one of those things you've got to go out, you've got to network in hospitality and you've got to show, show you who you are and really just make friends with people in the industry because you've all got that shared passion, those shared values. And then also, I think you should remind yourself of your personal values, not just your career goals, because in hospitality, that's sort of what shapes you. It all comes from the heart, the work we do. So by really tailoring what your career to what your values are really helps you progress with the experience you've got. You're never a finished article and therefore it's okay to change your goals a little bit and your aspirations. Now, my long term goal is to create an amazing, talented team of professionals to join me in opening my own hotel. Um, I've got fantastic visions of what this will look like, but as recent events have shown us that the future is unwritten and therefore it is quite sensible to have a bit of fluidity in your goals and a bit of flexibility in that. You know, we've always discovered new ways of new our talents, our passions, things that have brought us joy in life. And they're all contributing factors which shape our future career and determine the twirly paths that we're going to follow. That's brilliant. And I think, you know, what you said about putting yourself out there and getting these experiences, one thing that lockdown has showed us is that even though everything is shut, those experiences are still there to be had through volunteering. 
And what we've seen, what Tim and I have seen through speaking to people through this podcast is the, the sheer number of people in hospitality who put themselves forward to do something, to do anything during this lockdown. And have yeah. they've also found, you know, they've, found, they've created new goals out of it. They found new avenues. They've they found new skills. And it's quite an incredible time. Um, obviously, there's the negative parts of it. And we, we don't focus on those on this podcast, you know, for a very good reason. And that's because we can see there is still light it's there you just have to go grab it yeah absolutely and it's there's a few things you know I've known a few of my friends that have gone out and done things that match their values and what they enjoy at work but not physically in the hotel because it was closed so I've got a friend that became a support worker and worked with um disadvantaged youths that needed a bit of support and that was her goal of helping people but without serving them drinks and food it was like another method but she stuck with it and at Christmas, I did it myself. I became a Christmas elf. You know, I've always, always wanted to be a Christmas elf. It's always been on my bucket list. Um, preferably at Lapland, but, you know, I was pretty open to any other routes. <laughs> um, and it was a temporary position at Tesco. And they were just recruiting for someone to keep guests safe. It was all about sanitizer stations, keeping the customers any need of assistance or anything and helping other departments. So the job really was like a temporary Christmas helper. And when... I read Christmas Helper, I was like, that to me translates to elf and I'm going to be an elf. <laughs> so I applied for the job and then in the interview, she offered it me and I was like, I have got one condition though, like, can I be an elf? Because to me, this, this seems like I can. <laughs> and she laughed and she was like, well, and she literally looked at me a bit funny, but she did smile and she was like, well, I don't really see why not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I ordered my elf costume before I left the car park. And I had the most fun time ever. You know, I was giving out chocolates. I was running around the store, helping other departments, dressed as a full elf with the stripy tights a lot. And I had so much fun. And even though it was a completely different industry, retail is not for me. But at the same time, I was helping customers. You know, I was giving them a great and safe experience that I was privileged at the hotel before it closed, just in another way. And I got to be an elf, so it was a winner. <laughs> That's incredible. I, I like the fact that you went into a job and said, um, my my condition is that I'm an elf because I think usually it might be the other way around and someone might say so you do realize you have to wear a costume for this and there might be a few groans but oh no oh no you turned down its head didn't you Libby which actually leads us quite nicely because fun we can have fun in hospitality lots of people work in hospitality when they're young but they don't tend to stay how can we convince more people that we do have the best fun and actually some of the best jobs in the world to fill our skill gaps with great people how can we get people to come in and stay well number one you put them in a lift with Libby that's the first one <laughs> we've learned that already I think this podcast is going to convert a few people <laughs> um well I think you know when when people think about hospitality as a career they often get that and it's on every job description you know unsociable hours and that annoys me because it's actually so social that the industry and you know, a guest to summer routine of Monday to Friday, nine to five is fantastic. But if you like a bit of flexibility and you want your random Wednesday off, it's so easy in hostility. I don't think I've ever worked a Wednesday. I think that is my Sunday day off. You know, I couldn't stand set alarm every day at the same time. You know, I may work until 11pm at night, but the next day I don't have to get up until half past 10 in the morning. You know, it's quite nice to just have that flexibility in your day. I could meet my mum for coffee in the morning, so don't start work till three. You know, it's quite nice to have that flexibility I've said this to a load of people I've said the two things about working unsociable hours and I'm doing the bunny here's around unsociable hours is that 
I can go to Ikea on a Tuesday morning and there's no yeah. one there. Yeah. And I can go to the bank on a Wednesday morning and there's no one there. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know. And at the same time, you know, we don't get the Monday blues that everyone else moans about having to set the alarm at seven in the morning on Monday. I rarely work Mondays, you know. I think, yeah, I work weekends and some people, sometimes that annoys people, but that's where all the fun happens on the weekend and that's where I'm hosting big events at the hotel. That's when I've got an anniversary dinner in the restaurant and that's where I'm there to make it special and memorable for them. And I'd rather work a Saturday night than work a Monday morning when it's, when it's quiet. You know, it's fun. I know it sounds unsociable, but it's more sociable to be at work during those times, to meet people, to be with your friends at work. You meet incredible guests, you know, from all over the country. And I think that that chance to work those hours is actually quite fun. I think that's, I'd rather work till late and be busy than be stuck on a Monday, Friday, Monday to Friday, nine till five. Yeah, there's the buzz, the buzz of working hospitality is just yeah, absolutely. epic. It goes so fast and you make people happy, but actually you get caught up in that. It's just, it's a real good thing. Really good friend of mine, um, JJ Goodman, who, of London Co Cocktail Clubs, who, he basically started his career from um, age of 15 washing glasses. He now owns 13 bars. And he always used to say that these aren't unsociable hours. He always used to call them the social hours. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the way we all work together and of course we are socializing with people just working at the same time and getting paid to do it. Yeah, exactly. To work in hospitality, you recruit people who are caring, kind, fun, bubbly in front of guests. But at the same time, that's not just an act. It's your it's your personality. So you're like that with your guests as you are with your colleagues and your team. And I think that's why it makes such a, a family environment in hospitality. It's not a competitive environment. You're part of the team, whether you're a kitchen porter or the executive chef, you're important and you know that you belong because you, you're recruited for your personality. So your teammates share that with you and that's why you become so close with your team. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Libby, during lockdown, you started something called Hospitality Talks, uh, which is a project where we talk with young people in hospitality and you want them to tell their stories. Tell us about that and why you want them to tell their stories. Reflecting on last year and when the pandemic started, you know, it's had a tremendous impact on all of hospitality. And yet there are so many examples of resilience and efforts of people in the industry coming together and supporting each other. And, you know, it's the same with your podcast, really. It's, it, there's so much to celebrate. And now more than ever, we should be showcasing that and showcasing all the inspiring stories out there. So at the very start of January, I came across the idea to launch Hospitality Talks. And specifically that is aimed at uniting anyone aspiring to join the industry, sharing their stories, showcasing their talent and just providing articles which can support their development. For example, there's a lot of graduates who have graduated last year and their ceremony was cancelled and then their graduate scheme was cancelled or they want to get out and get some experience in the industry, but it's all shut down. And it's really difficult for them now to join. It's going to be a bit of a skill shortage. So it's time to show those people who are still going out there and doing other things, whether it is working in the care industry or being an Alpha Tesco. There's so many stories of people still caring and having that hospitality within them, even if it's not physically in the industry right now. And there's just loads of stories. It's been fantastic, the amount of attention Hospitality Talks has received so far. I've been working on projects with other hospitality organisations, colleges, charities, to share some ideas really about the skill shortage and to shine a light on the career potentials in hospitality like we discussed earlier. You know, I'm really excited about it. I'm really grateful for all the positive feedback it's received as well. It's been absolutely fantastic. I'm on a bit of a high with it. It's a bit of a buzz at the moment. You know, I'm off work, I'm on furlough, but 
there's just so much to celebrate with other people's stories and to unite together. We're all about positivity here. So could you let the audience know where they can find uh, your stories? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn. The website is www.hospitalitytalkswithlibby.com and Libby is spelled L-I-B-B-I-E. And on Twitter and LinkedIn, I think they're both the same. It's just H-T with Libby. And on there, I share all the stories. That way you can contact me as well to share your story. You know, I love getting in contact with people. I give them a phone call and have a bit of a chat about their story. If you want to connect with me on social media, that'd be fantastic. I'd love to hear from you all. So, Tim, let's do something new. It's a new year. It's a new you. It's a new me. It's not really, is it? <laughs> Uh, with the same old us but some new questions uh we're going to do a quick fire rounds so Libby we're going to yeah. ask you some very quick fire questions and all we want you to do is answer with the first thing that comes into your head try not to swear <laughs> okay and, and the purpose is, is so we can all get to know you a little bit better okay yeah. okay <laughs> or not <laughs> Fire round. First question, Libby. What's your favourite colour? Purple. What's the favourite place you've travelled to? Malta. Describe yourself in three words. Bubbly, passionate, fun. Favourite TV show? Bridgerton. What colour is your toothbrush? Pink. What is one food you wouldn't give up? Chicken. Weapon of choice? Can I say no? Because it's the first thing that came to my head. Can you say? Knife, yes. Okay, let's ask that again. Ask it again. Weapon of no. choice? Baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> what annoys you most in a person? Oh, negativity. Full English breakfast or continental? Oh, full English all the way. Ketchup or mayo? Mayo. On everything. <laughs> How many keys have you got on your key ring? About five or six. Naughty or nice? Nice. Tea or coffee? Tea, all the way. And controversial, clotted cream followed by jam or jam followed by clotted cream? Absolutely, clotted cream, jam on top. You get the best colour, it's beautiful. Libby, thank you so much. It's been really great to have you on the show. Really yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you. No, I really enjoyed it. That was good fun. It was lovely to meet you both. You know, you. it was good fun. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Please share, subscribe and like. We look forward to you joining us in the next episode of Timothy, Put the Cattell On, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play and YouTube. Timothy, Put the Cattell On. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, 
is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I. Are you ready to get started?